Hello, hello. My name is Carla and Restoring Healthy Mindsets is my thing. You are now listening to Becoming Her. And in today's episode, we have a special guest. Her name is Itzel. And I found her via TikTok, but I also saw that she is blowing up and popping off on Instagram. Uh, She is a lovely woman, very modest, and I love her monochrome looks and her style. And today we're going to go ahead and dive into what it means to do I guess and perform self-love through clothing styles and your own personal brand so welcome Itzel hi thank you for having me of course of course I'm super happy that you're here with us and like I said before um I I can't express how thankful I am that you that I'm seen by you because I obviously see you so I always also fangirl whenever I have my guests over on my podcast because I bring in people that I truly admire and I really love so I love your work I love what you do and go ahead and tell us a little bit more about you. Thank you. So I am 21 years old. I was born and raised in Monterey, California. So it is a small town in Northern California. And I am first generation. I am a Chicana. My parents are from Mexico. They are from Oaxaca. And I was born in the United States. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's awesome that you're in California. I did not know that. A lot of my guests are surprisingly from California and I'm in love with it. I love it. I'm in San Diego. So quite far from you, but I know that Monterey is beautiful. I've been, I visited a couple times on my way up to San Francisco. Um, so I know that it's really, really, really nice over there. Um, yeah, I, I like Monterey. <laughs> yeah. It's really pretty over here. I love it too, but can't wait to leave one day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We always have that yearning to leave to kind of explore. Um, that was me too from San Diego. But then I started, I went to Louisiana with my husband and I was like, uh-uh, I love San Diego. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> nothing like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay there. Um, but anyways, please tell me a little bit more about you. What's your vision, your mission for your content? Uh, what inspired? What inspired you to do what you do? Yeah, so I would say my vision has always been to help women in any way that I could since the beginning. I knew that that is what I wanted to build my community around. And now that I know it's fashion and it's been fashion for almost two years now, I want to help and inspire women to just be themselves and to showcase that through their fashion, through their style of clothing, and also to just inspire them to build their dream wardrobe I love that yeah and I mean you are very captivating what I loved about you was honestly your confidence and how confident you were with whatever you wear you look good in whatever you wear and I love that because um you know being a woman of color and also how you're saying that you're Chicana I feel like we have this barrier sometimes that we feel like we don't look good in something um but obviously that's not the case especially not with you because you're so confident and what got you into fashion in the first place uh did you always have a great style or did you figure it out I figured it out (laughs) I never really had a good (laughs) style I was very basic I guess you could say mm-hmm. um but yeah I actually figured out my style through like YouTube videos and learning more about different style aesthetics and that I just did my research and that kind of led to where I am now but there was definitely things that had to be put in place before I was able to find my style like finding who I am as a person and as a woman I love that yeah and 
um, I like that you were honest about it too. Of I did my research. I was not always like this. Um, and what would, I guess, what are some pages or some accounts that you um, recommend for the listeners to kind of watch? My favorite account on YouTube is Dearly Bethany. So she goes over, she has a whole course, but I, I haven't taken it and I don't think I will, but she has great videos for free and it just talks about, she talks about, you know, like um, finding out what complements your body type, silhouettes and all of that good stuff. And then also on TikTok, I really like this creator. Her name is or her username is styling with Kenzie. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you know who that is, but she goes more into depth about style aesthetics and kind of all the trends going on and how to implement trends into your everyday style. Oh, I definitely have to check that out. I'm an image consultant myself, so I know um, I I know a lot of fashion, body types, uh, and color, the, the color theory, and mm-hmm. it, it's super interesting. But what I love about you know about these women who study this and you know pursue their content is how specific they are and how uh well they portray all of these I guess differences because there is a lot of differences between like for example the clothes that I wear might not fit you and the clothes that you wear might not fit me or vice you know vice versa but that doesn't mean that we're less than because of it which leads me to another segue of being being a woman of color myself I admire what you do but most importantly showing how elegant we can look if we piece our outfits together so when did you decide you were going to start dressing up daily because I noticed that you do have a specific sense of style when uh it's maybe casual days for you you still look so put together how do you do it (laughs) yeah well I think It goes all back to me telling myself I'm never going to be this young Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. first impressions are everything. It doesn't matter where you're going. You can meet somebody and that can change your life. So I knew that those two things and also that it can be my last day on this earth and I want to make sure that I look good. So like it's a combination of all of those three things that that's when I decided I was going to start dressing up daily. It doesn't matter if I'm just going out to the gasoline station. It doesn't matter. I'm going to look good. I, it's, it's really not for anybody else, but really for Thank myself. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody says that. But I just feel like it's so true, especially when it comes to fashion, because fashion truly says who you are without having to say a word. And first impressions, like I said, are everything. So I always want to make sure that I'm ready for whatever life brings and comes at me. I completely agree. And I think that um, a lot of people tend to say or find it superficial in a way, I guess, sometimes when you tell them that you do dress good and you do it intentionally. But I think in a way, and I think you might agree with this, I think it's a way of protecting ourselves as well because we want specific people to come to us and attract specific things to our lives and I feel like the way that we could do that is by presenting ourselves to the world in a very specific way and I love what you said it could be my last day on earth I'm not gonna look awful I love that That's yeah. what I totally <laughs> say as well um there's this one quote I forgot what it what it is but it it says um something about not being boring I don't know I, I forgot it but I'll probably mention it later throughout the podcast because it's so funny and so relatable to what you just said. Since I mentioned this in one of my previous questions that you look very elegant and super, not to say super expensive, you do. uh, Were you always this confident? Any tips on confidence? 
No, I definitely struggled with confidence all throughout my teenage years. Worst times of my life because <laughs> I I would always compare myself to other girls, other young women, and always pick out any flaw that I had. And that just was not healthy. Apart from it not being good for you, it just doesn't lead to a good road. So I knew that I am in control of any anything good and bad that happens to me. And so... Once I realized that, I knew that I I had to just have that self-love, learn to love myself, learn that this is who I am. I can't, I mean, I can physically change something if I wanted to, but there's things that I can't change, like my height, for example. Mm-hmm. And so learning to love what God has given me has really helped. And Self-love and self-respect, I would also say, just really do fall into confidence and knowing that nobody can be me, I think, is the most important thing that, and I, I till this day, I still think about it. Um, nobody can be you, no matter what they do. If they get inspired by you, they can pay all the money that they want, but nobody can be you. You're unique, you're rare, and that is something that nobody can take away from you. That is very true. I love that. I love that you say it that way self-respect and also knowing the fact that no one can be I think about this a lot I'm gonna add a little controversy here but it's okay uh for example like um this whole trend right now of like be or not even right now but it was in the past of uh, looking like Kylie Jenner how everybody got the lip fillers got the BBL got the extensions got um you know it just mm-hmm. the Jenners and the Kardashians represent this whole aspect of even you can change every single aspect of you, but you are still you and you can pretend to be something that you're not. But at the end of the day, you will see through, through all of that. And I, and I love, um, and that is no shame to, I have a lot of compassion for the Jenners and for the Kardashians because I think they struggle a lot with their self image. And like, I think about it not often, obviously, but I do think about how much they had to kind of suffer to get to the point where they are, where they can't even cry or show some expressions because of the amount of Botox or the amount of plastic surgery that they've done. Um, I have a lot of compassion for them, but it goes to show how far not accepting yourself can go if you let it kind of consume you. Yes. Touch that topic. Yeah. Um, and speaking about looking expensive, confidence, and being intentional with what you wear, in one of your videos, you speak on investing in natural fabrics. Um they can get expensive sometimes and why would you recommend making that switch because when I saw that video I was like she's so right but also um am I willing to invest in these you know in these fabrics and these clothes because how you mentioned before there are trends that come and go how do we conserve our clothing um by investing these fab by investing in these more expensive fabrics without kind of breaking the bank <laughs> Yeah. So, well, a lot goes into that. Um, I would say first and foremost, and it's quite crazy because self-love also ties into that. So your skin is your largest organ Mm -hmm. and synthetic fabrics aren't the best for your skin. So natural fabrics just tend to be better for anybody with sensitive skin or even somebody that might struggle with eczema. I know that my boyfriend does. And Mm -hmm. when we switched over to natural fabrics like cotton and linen, his skin has just improved so much more. Apart from natural fabrics being really good for your skin overall, they're also more eco-friendly. I saw an article somewhere talking about a polyester shirt 
taking, I think it's months or years to decompose versus oh. like a cotton shirt taking a couple of days. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so, sorry, <laughs> you're saying, no, 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 it's okay. And you would think like it doesn't matter, but these things do matter. <laughs> they do matter. And I know that natural fabrics aren't going to be the cheapest option out there. And I don't think that you should go out and splurge thousands and thousands of dollars on luxury items. Um, but what I do think is natural fabrics are important and they will last you longer. So they are a better investment for your wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Let's just say maybe if you can't afford it at the moment, then I would recommend, let's just say you like a white t-shirt. Mm -hmm. It's okay mm -hmm. to buy a polyester t-shirt, a $5 t-shirt. Let's see how much you wear it. If you wear it often, let's say once a week or maybe even more, then I would recommend going and purchasing a 100% cotton t-shirt that's going to cost you maybe 30 to 50 bucks mm -hmm. so I would see how much you wear the item and then from there you got to determine the cost per wear mm -hmm. and then you see okay is this going to be a good investment and if the answer is yes then I would go ahead and splurge on the item and it doesn't have to be like I said crazy expensive there are many brands out there that do sell natural fabrics at a reasonable price I can't say cheap because it is higher quality so I just think I guess I can state it as you do get your money's worth. Mm -hmm. And with just fast fashion being really big right now, I don't ever want to shame anybody for buying from fast fashion. I still do buy occasionally from H&M and other stories, but I think that it is also a great option to thrift your items. I was able to thrift a $15, 100% leather jacket, and it was in great condition. I've been able to thrift quite a bit of silk items as well. Mm -hmm for under $5. So maybe oh. jean can be a great option as well. Yeah, no. And I think you said that too, in the video of thrifting, you just have to go often and find these items and be intentional with them. Uh, like how you were saying, and I think that it's a great option to switch over. And you got me thinking about it. Honestly, you did get me thinking about it because I was like, this girl's onto something and she's right. And not only does it feel better for your body, but I think it also shows that you've invested, you know, time into your clothing. And in a way, it's also showing support to other small businesses. I know that there's a couple businesses that are completely 100% cotton or like linen, and um, it shows. And how you were saying, I think that that is a very smart thing to do of, you know, figuring out what you wear on the on your daily basis and think of investing in a natural fabric. So that not only it lasts longer, but also your body will be thankful <laughs> for oh, yeah. doing it doing so. Um, so thank you for educating us, you guys. We're learning <laughs> from each she just taught us about natural fabrics. That is awesome. Um, and for our listeners who want to spice up their wardrobe but don't know where to start, what would you suggest they do? Yeah, so I would suggest starting with what you have. Like, don't go out and go crazy and go spend all your money, but rather look at the pieces that make up an outfit. So if you're on Pinterest, for example, you see a really nice outfit and you're like, okay, why don't I look like that? Well, maybe you have to look a little deeper into how they're accessorizing mm -hmm. their outfits in general. So I would recommend that you start accessorizing. If you aren't already, I would suggest starting with hair items, jewelry, mm -hmm. watches. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive, although I do recommend 
investing in like higher end jewelry like actual gold not costume jewelry but actual gold 24k mm-hmm. you know fresh water pearl earrings things like that um i would also say it is a great option to even go out and buy elevated basics if you feel you already have a wardrobe full of basics maybe try going for more elevated basics and seeing what that does for you and maybe you like the style and silhouette a little better what is it exactly sorry to cut you off oh it's okay elevated basic so yeah so let's just say there is a trench coat that you like Mm -hmm. maybe that standard trench coat is going to be a um single breasted or double breasted if you're petite i would recommend going for a double breasted trench coat but maybe there's a trench coat out there that is out of the norm it 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 is a trench coat it is a a basic item but it's elevated in terms of maybe the sleeves have a certain design to them like something like that or I see a lot of elevated elevated basics when it comes to button downs you have the classic standard button down that men wear and also it's a woman's wear but there are other ones that have like let's just say like a belt added on to the waist Mm -hmm. to enhance to enhance the waist and that would look really good on somebody that's like an hourglass right mm-hmm. um there's also elevated basics when it comes to like leather jackets things like that even t-shirts i've seen so start looking into the details of the items maybe there's a maybe you're a like very ro- maybe you have a romantic style and you have a lot of really cute dresses but you want to go and find something that's a little different than what you would normally reach for maybe look at the embroidery look at the sleeve details look at the neck details and all of that will like just automatically elevate any style versus just going for like the more safer silhouettes and like the basic crew necks and things like that Mm -hmm. I completely agree and also I would add on to um, maybe adding for example for me adding color sometimes maybe afraid but you know this all stems back to confidence because you won't be able to do this if you're not confident you have to know your worth and and respect yourself and love yourself enough to be able to invest yourself appearance wise as well um because i know that a lot of the outfits that i wear how you were saying how do, how come it doesn't look like that on me but it looks great on you some of the outfits that i wear are not for everybody you need to have a specific i guess um attitude and just this you know vibe with you to be able to pull some outfits off like you might want to appear a specific way but it won't show if you're not confident in who you are and own what you are um so I love that you're adding like the elevate the um the outfits but also remember um not not you our listeners like remember also that this goes hand in hand with confidence you won't be able to make the look elevated if you're not confident and if you don't do that work within first oh yeah absolutely agree and to add on to that last part about um what do you suggest that you can also do maybe even try pairing different kinds of fabrics together like a silk and a leather mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you might not know how that might end up looking um just things that maybe don't appeal to the natural eye but always dress with intention I completely agree I love I love these tips and advices that you're giving uh and again let's go ahead and talk about the fact that you're outfits are extremely gorgeous you guys if you guys haven't seen 
it says it says outfits there on point. I'm gonna go ahead and add her at here on the description so you guys can see what she promotes and what she wears. But the best part personally I love about you that I follow and that I completely can see myself wearing the things that you wear is your modesty. You're modest. Is there a reason why you decide to dress more modest? Yes, there is. And it ties down to just my beliefs in general and how I was raised. Um, I do it out of respect for, and I know people are probably thinking I'm going to say for a man, <laughs> but I do it out <laughs> of respect. <laughs> I do it out of respect for my parents because <laughs> I've always had, and because I live with my parents, this is the only reason why I'm technically, I'm, I'm in a relationship, but I'm not married. So mm-hmm. I live with my parents and I just always feel like children in a way represent their parents, especially if you're living in the same household. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, like, my mother has always dressed very modestly, and she's always somebody that I've, like, looked up to in terms of styling myself. And so I know that I want to show them respect through that way of just dressing more modest, not too, too crazy. And also just, it goes back to my my faith, my beliefs in God. I know that that is something that, as a Christian woman, I know that something that I know that God wants for me to do. And it's not something that I ever feel forced to. And I'm not ever trying to force my beliefs onto anybody, which is why on my pages, I never talk about religion. Uh-huh. Um, but it it does have a lot to do with why I dress modest. And eventually, this is part of once again, maybe call me old school, but it is how I was raised. Um, I do it out of respect for like my future husband. Yeah, no, I completely get that. And I completely agree with that. And you know what, me and my husband we're talking about it recently um about we were at universal studios recently and he was like you know what i actually didn't really think about it this much until you know i got married to you but the fact that you don't show everything i love that i didn't realize how much i appreciated until i started seeing like i guess a lot of women you know showing everything and very inappropriate scenes as well because we were at universal studios and he was like whoa yeah (laughs) why would someone wear that and he's like I started to appreciate it more because I value the fact that you value yourself and it is very attractive to see a woman value herself not because like how you were saying for a man but for herself it is very nice because you carry yourself in a way that no one forces you to um and it's it's very admirational but also very um what was he saying attractive and I think that in a way I'm the same I'm I'm the same way as you I I do I am also a Christian and I do believe in God and, and uh, whatnot I never force people to wear what I wear or you know style the way that I do but I've noticed that it has given me an advantage in a way because that also makes you seem more elegant like it or yeah it, it makes you look more elegant feel good I feel like dressing modestly makes me feel good like it makes me feel very confident and in a way like secretive and mysterious I'm like mm-hmm, I know what's under here and you don't and it's like it's yeah but it's just fun <laughs> no yeah I totally understand and I can totally relate to that and I can't even believe I'm going to say this it's sad that I even have to speak like this because 
as a woman, you know, like it's scary to go out in public sometimes and not know what to expect from men. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I have also observed is once I started to, well, I never really had like a crazy stage where I was like, not modest because I'm only 21. Um, But what I have noticed is when I'm out in public and men or guys, men, they do approach me, but it's never, it's never been in a disrespectful way, but rather I always get complimented by like Mm -hmm. my outfits and it's always like a respectful thing and that's it. Like it never goes anywhere where I feel uncomfortable and things like that. So I would also say like, it also has helped me just feel a little more safe. Yeah, no. And I mean, it does suck. That, I mean, it sucks, but it's the reality. That's just the world that we live in. And I think you and I both know why it is the way that, that it is. Um, I'm not going to go into that here in this episode. But I think that because we are human, unfortunately, um, especially men, they're visual creatures. And I'm not excusing their behavior at all. But I do think that as a woman, you need to protect yourself. And a way of protecting yourself is by dressing more modest. Um, now, that doesn't mean like you can't show skin or you can't, you know, be showing you know like yeah no absolutely but it is a way for us I guess just telling our listeners um that you have to be intentional with what you wear don't expect to be treated like royalty when you're wearing two straps of like nothing it's just not the way that it that it works and in a way I think that modesty is a form of self-love as well uh would you agree with that statement I have a question here that says would you say that modesty is a form of self-love I want to know your opinions on this Yeah, I would say it's a form of self-love simply because I've come to the realization that I don't need to show everything to feel beautiful. I don't need to show everything to everybody to feel that validation. And I I don't need it because I know who I am. I know that I love my body and I don't need to show it to everybody. And and if you do, that's okay. But for me, and I have like my own set standards, I know that I just, I just know that I, I don't need to do that. And it comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of acceptance of yourself and just yourself as a woman. I completely agree. And I want to go ahead and add to that and say that in a, in a way, it's also your represent how you were saying in the beginning. Uh, very few people have said what you said. I completely agree with you out of respect of your parents. Um, I recently made a video saying like one of the things that my mom would always tell me is before I went to school was you represent a kingdom. She would always tell me you represent a kingdom. So act like it. Don't don't do us dirty. Don't do your family dirty <laughs> of your reputation. Yeah, and she told me um, that and my mom's very wise I think that I yet have to find like a very she's very wise but very harsh my mom's very dry and very very cold sometimes but she she's honest and one thing that she told me she was like you know I I'm very happy that I get to say that if someone dares to say Carla was wearing blah 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 and showing off blah 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 I can very confidently say, no, she was not because that's not my daughter. Um, And then she went on to say, (laughs) tell me that she's arguing with you because of an opinion. I believe you, but not because you're not being modest. Yeah. I know that that's what my mom 
it's kind of what my mom thought of me and it's true like it or not the way that you present yourself and the way that you show up for yourself it's also a form of you representing your family your standards what you are and what you like and I think that it's very hard to do what you're doing I just want to go ahead and say it's really challenging for a lot for a lot of uh, women just because it takes a lot of self-control a lot of self-love and a lot of self-acceptance to dress modesty modestly for themselves maybe not so much for other people because it's easy to do things for other people but it's not easy to do things for yourself because yeah it's it's definitely challenging and I think that what you're doing is admirable um and doing it in such an elegant and intricate way is what I really like about what you do uh because it's you're conveying exactly who you are without having to say a thing like I know your standards and I know who you are based off of what you're wearing and how you do things, which says a lot. So yeah. I wanted to have you on here because tell me why. There's a lot of people that do what you do, but obviously there's a reason why I chose you to, you know, be a part of my podcast and, you know, you caught my interest because you're doing it very intentionally. And th- th- that's why I brought you in because also I want my list. I'm so sorry. Um, that you don't have to say your standards, you're communicating them physically already yeah. as it is. So that is, take note of this to all my listeners, take note of this because she's doing something very moving and powerful without having to say anything. You don't have to say anything. It's already conveyed, um, yeah. which is why it caught my attention. And that's why I'm like fangirling right now because we're here. <laughs> Yeah, no. And honestly, I think about it too. I mean, I imagine how hard it must be because if you think about it, social media always pushes out, you know, content that, you know, empowers women to just show everything, be practically like half naked on the internet. So it makes me sad to think about the young girl that doesn't want to do that, but that's like all she's seeing and she doesn't have like a role model or somebody that she can look up to or somebody that, she wants to dress modestly, but there's nobody that maybe has her style aesthetic. And so mm-hmm. she's trying to find it. And I want to be that person for like anybody who's like, my style is very classic. So I feel I represent that. And I, that, that also goes back to my mission from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. And you're doing it. And, that, and that's what I wanted to bring you on because you're doing, you are who you say you are and you're doing what your mission is. And like I said, you're conveying something already without having to say anything. And that's, that's admirable. And how you, we were talking about previously that it's hard right now, this, um, and it's coming on a dead, I don't want to say on a downfall, but it's coming kind of down or swirling around with only fans and things like that. A lot of people are starting to realize that that's not the healthiest thing to do because it's not. Um, and I'm very glad that we're at a stage right now where it's a critical and pivotal moment for us as women to realize that our value is so much more than what we show on our body. Um, and that beauty is really it. Beauty. How do, how do people say this? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, so beauty is not just physical. If there's inner beauty and then based off of your inner beauty, you show it through your wardrobe and through what you wear and how you um, just how you present yourself and you're doing such a great job at it. Like, my respects and I and I love what you do I love what you do thank you Carla that's so sweet (laughs) yeah I just I just have to put it out there I really love what you're doing and I think that you're going to continue to inspire a lot of young women because like you said you're 21 like I mean I'm I'm 23 myself so it's like 
I know that this is that that's another reason why I brought you in because I knew that you were young. So the reason why you dress the way you dress had had to have a very back and stable background um, because it you don't you don't just make up this from like day one from birth it's like you have to make a decision yourself of wanting to dress a specific way not because anybody's forcing you but because you love yourself and respect yourself so I love what you do um so with continuing on with that (laughs) um what does self-love mean to you self-love to me it can mean a lot of things to everybody else um to me I would say it means to just appreciate love and be kind to myself Mm -hmm. um it's something that you discover and it and and it's something that I don't think should ever end like you should never stop wanting to like continue to like love yourself and find yourself because you're constantly growing too um but yeah I would say that's what it means to me is just loving and being kind to yourself appreciating you I really I I love that and it and it's true and the reason why I ask I ask this question to uh, everybody that's on my season two podcast because it means something different to each and every single one of us but at the end of the day it's knowing that it's a lifelong journey of performing self-love and what would you say you practice self-love or how do you yeah how do you practice self-love I practice it in many ways I like to think of I like to think of my body as like my temple Mm -hmm. so I like to take care of and I I practice self-love by taking care of my temple so I take care of what I feed myself right Mm -hmm. I take care of my body in terms of exercising what I'm consuming on the internet I like to take care of my hair and do skincare nights and speak kindly to myself that is really one of the most important things um I do like a mix of everything but those pretty much are the top ones that I practice every single week and that that's just kind of like my little routine (laughs) yeah no I love that and I think that if you haven't already, I think that you should really um, talk about this aspect of you more because you're a deep, and I knew this, I knew this since day one, since I started following you, you're a very intentional and deep person. I sense that from you. So um, I think that you should, I think it will help a lot of women if you talked about it as, um, I guess, like as a voiceover, because I would love to hear more about Itzel and who you are and why you do what you do, how you perform self-love and talk a, a little bit more about how you protect what you consume on the internet because we need a lot of more people talking about that because everything is um i guess a way that we're feeding our soul what we're consistently listening to what we're watching and what we feed our own mind it's it's very important and i love that you um that you mention it because it it's it's coming from a place of thought and i love that i i love that <laughs> oh thanks i do need to start talking a little more <laughs> I just, I don't know. Sometimes I, I just love to like just do fashion, but I am trying to diversify my content a little more into like beauty and just talking a little bit more about myself. But the thing is like, I feel like if there's, if there's something that I post, I always also want that to be intentional. It's either like to help somebody or to inspire. For me, it's mostly inspiring, but I think I got to definitely take your, your your advice on that one. (laughs) Yeah, I think that you should, because a lot of women are in need of you. You have no idea. When I first started this, 
journey of content creation and, and doing it, my my vision and my mission was to, um, to, like you, help women in whatever way. At first, I started with fashion. And then um, somehow the algorithm was like, no, we need you in relationships. So then, you know, my community really pushed me to uh, get, educate myself and to look more into things. And I was very fortunate. I understand now why I was placed in a lot of situations that I was placed because I was meant to talk about these things. But I think that you, we need you. We need you out here. We need more light uh, in this world of simulation and internet and content creation and influencing and you will will set you apart I think for example for me like I mentioned before you were already set apart because you were very intentional uh I love that you convey how confident you are how elegant you are and how you have standards but also that this comes from a place of love and self-respect so I think that if you spoke about it a little bit more you can absolutely do a video of how to present yourself without having to say anything and you can do that as like a voiceover of your recording like I would love to see more of that and that I don't know why I'm telling you this I just (laughs) want to see this so yeah it's something that I would definitely consider and I it's funny because I also go on like my lives and on TikTok live here and there I haven't really I just did it the other day but I haven't gone on live in a while and I'm always like a chatterbox on there like talking 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 and like my followers are like why don't you talk this much like we need talking videos and yes uh, I'm telling you you should do it you should do it oh my goodness I think that's creating I'm creating excuses for myself to not do it like I create every little thing like since I live with my parents like my mom like she's always cooking or something in the background so it's never quiet in my house but yeah I definitely do need to start doing that more yeah I I would love I would love to see that and I think a lot of people would love to see that as well just because it could resonate with you um but don't do this is the only advice that I'm going to share with you don't do it unless you're ready for the opening up like a can of worms of a lot of people maybe being negative towards you because that's another thing to consider going into this industry of content creation and you know uh, participating in this beautiful community but also very dangerous community you have to kind of think about the pros and the cons if you really want to do that or not Um, but I think that you know who you are you have very set standards and I think that you'd be very successful opening up a little bit more Um, I would definitely love to see that and I'm pretty sure like 99.9% of your community would love to hear more of how you sound like, how you present yourself, because I, I'm loving you more as I'm talking to you. <laughs> no, yeah. The internet is full of mean people. Trust me, I've experienced <laughs> it before. And I don't even talk in my videos. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. part of, it's part of the career. That's, That's so funny. That's so, so, so funny. But yeah, it's unfortunately true. Um, anyways... So to end this podcast episode, I want to go ahead and get some advice from Itzel. Any words or advice of, or, you know, of encouragement slash advice uh, that you would like to share with our listeners today? Yeah, I mean, I think that our generation glamorizes like relationships a lot and being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see success in that. And I think the reason for it, my little theory, is that because there's no self-love put in place before you don't love yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So so my advice just in general is to, to, well, first to say you can't love somebody unless you love yourself first. So keep mm-hmm. that mind um but also that the journey of self-love and the journey of like self-acceptance and self-respect it's something that 
it's going to be so beautiful if you get on this journey because it's never ending. And why wouldn't you want to continue to learn and love yourself? Um, I would say just be kind to yourself and watch the way that you speak to yourself because it can make the whole difference. I remember going, um, well, a couple of years ago when I was at like a really bad stage in my life, mm-hmm. I would always say my hair is like so frizzy and so ugly today. My skin is, you know, like just speaking so negatively about myself. I have acne, my pores are large, whatever. Think about anything. I probably said it to myself. <laughs> um, and so when I decided to start speaking kindly to myself, like my hair is beautiful. My hair is long. It's healthy. It's growing. My skin has never been as clear as it is now. And all of that good stuff, like I'm like, not even kidding you. My hair is shining, healthy and glowing, growing. (laughs) My skin is the exact same way. And it changed when I stopped being so negative and my number one hater and became my number one supporter. So mm-hmm. become your number one supporter, please. If it's anything in this world that you're going to do, please love yourself. Learn to accept and to just continue to grow as a woman. And when it comes to fashion advice, I have a lot of fashion advice I can give. And I'm probably not going to give all of it right now because we would be on here forever. <laughs> but I would say... <laughs> I would say to just not be afraid to express yourself when it comes to clothing. I know there's so many judgmental people on this world and there's, and just know there's always going to be somebody with something to say, Mm -hmm. but you should never let that stop you from expressing yourself and your like love for if it's clothing, if it's makeup, whatever it is, just allow your, and then that comes back to like self-love. Don't, don't allow yourself to don't allow yourself to not blossom into a beautiful butterfly allow yourself to um to like express yourself through your fashion don't be afraid to try new styles don't be afraid to start over if you have to um just remember that fashion has no rules there is no correct way to do something and if you don't know already your personal style and you want to know your personal style the number one stepping stone to that is going to be to know who you are as a person. And I've talked about this a little bit already on just like my personal channel, but you have to know who you are as a person. You have to know what you like. You have to know what you don't like. And then from there you build, Mm -hmm. Um, you cannot build on like copying every, like everybody else. You have to be able to identify your likes and dislikes and, then from there, you're able to grow your dream wardrobe, as you know, as I like to say, but that won't happen if you don't know who you are. So you got to take that number one step and you won't regret it. It's going to be a step that that it's going to be life changing. And I will be um, happy if you do take that because it's something that it's just like a never ending happiness once you mm-hmm. take it. I completely agree. And I love that. And you're so right. Um, I'm gonna re-listen to this and kind of make a quote out of what you just said. <laughs> Passion <laughs> and how you can't start your journey unless you know who you are, because it's so true. And that's why we say first impressions are everything. Because who are you showing up as? It's like the number one. You need to, you need to show up, and you never know. I had uh, I had Maria, another content creator, come on here and, and share something similar but different on because the occasion so mm-hmm. I think for for this episode we're gonna talk we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna find a very a very cool uh, title for this episode because I loved how you ended that ended on that note and yet yeah. 
<laughs> I completely recommend for you to watch it says content both on TikTok, Instagram. Where else can they find you? Right now, that's it. I'm trying to get on YouTube. I have a camera. I've been having a camera. I don't know how to use it. I'm <laughs> waiting to learn how to use it. If TikTok gets banned, then probably Instagram, but I probably would switch over to YouTube. But yeah, TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. What's your app, if you don't mind? It's at Itzel Osigera. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and put it on there. So you guys you'll have access to her and uh let's see if she ends up doing youtube you got accountability now i do i'm just <laughs> saying i i've been having my camera for so long but technology scares me and you'd think that editing and all of that wouldn't because it's what i do every single day but it does and no, it's, different. it's it's different to post on youtube than than what it is on um on tiktok and instagram on youtube i I'm the same way as you. So hopefully you guys, you guys, you guys are going to see more content from me on YouTube because we all know that I need to start posting longer form content. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) You do. I'm like saving your videos and I'm just like scrolling. I I sometimes go through your videos and it's like 10 minutes straight of you talking and I'm cleaning my room while I hear you like on the like loudspeaker thingy and I'm just like, (laughs) it's so funny, but I do. And I, it's like, it's, it's good. Your con- I love your content. I love your advice. And I'm just so excited that I was finally able to e-meet you. It's great. Yes, it is. And hopefully, um, I do want to start traveling. So hopefully, if I'm near your area, I can go ahead and let you know. And we can maybe catch up and get some coffee. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of becoming the Becoming Heart podcast. I know that my listeners are going to love this episode and thank you for sharing your advice and everything about fashion and thanks for having me of course no 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 thank you and this will conclude today's episode you guys will see you next week